this is Infection. Well, I think it's the Survival Podcast. It's recorded live on Tuesday, May 18th, 2021, episode 331. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. Welcome to another episode of Infection, the survival podcast. Infection is your source for the latest information on survival video games. My name is Nick Craig, one of your hosts. You can find me at nickcraig.com, where you can check out Wilmington's Morning News with Nick Craig each and every weekday morning from 6 to 9 a.m. Eastern Time. Of course, you can also visit our website, which is infectionpodcast.com. Joining me as he does each and every week with a, a bit of a yes. fruitful uh, pre-show, Brian, yeah. <laughs> with an eye, Aldridge. Hello, my friend. How are uh, how are you doing on this wonderful Tuesday? I am doing very well. Uh, and first of all, let's go and just get how you can get a hold of me out of the way. First of all, if you find at Brian Aldridge on Gab or Parlor. Uh, I might answer you if you message me when I log in there every once or every three months. Um, or if you go to biteoftech.com, uh, on there's contact form and a lot of way- ways to uh, get a hold of me there. But the best way would be to go to infectionpodcast.com, go to the right-hand side, and then on the right-hand side, join our server on Discord. And that's a place where everybody kind of hangs out. There's lots of different uh, channels for chatting in there. And, and we I did open up our patches since we're not covering all the patch notes anymore um i opened up to i think the general public our patches channel so if you're interested in seeing a lot of the patches of things that we would normally have talked about uh those are on there and then we also have a news channel so if you submit news topics to the channel uh maybe it's about your favorite console or maybe it's a new game that's going to be coming out that we haven't heard of yet whatever it is throw it in that channel and then we review that before the live show uh so that we can discuss it uh, if you go to our, our site, you notice there we also have a Steam group. I did, I've been testing earlier and earlier times. I didn't see when the notification popped up, but I did it like 25 minutes before the live show. So we'll try half an hour next time. Uh, and then we have our video forms of the podcast. If you go to uh, on the on the website, if you go to the YouTube channel, we've got our uh, Twitch, our BitChute, our DLive, and then, of course, our Twitch. Uh, we have ways you can support us also, uh, Subscribestar, and... Uh, and then we have our Twitch uh, gaming Prime Gaming subs, and we've got, I mean, just all kinds of ways, Amazon, Humble Bundle, a lot of ways you can support us, and uh, hopefully someday we'll be able to go to a convention again and be able to use that. Uh, and then our audio and video form. So if we, you can go to the video sites, but we have our audio ones, which has all kinds of different apps and um, links to desktop apps, web-based apps, lots of ways to get to us. And if you're going to listen to it, I encourage you to go and follow along in the show notes. And if you go to now episode 331, uh, you can go and, and click the video player, the audio player in there, and then click links of the things that we're discussing. And that way you can see the things, maybe if you're listening, you can see the things that we're watching or uh, look at the articles that we're referring to throughout. So I know I jumped around the order there a little bit, but I think we got it all covered. Yes, we did. <laughs> not trying to, to confuse ha- you. <laughs> no, you're good. Uh, great to have you alongside here on a uh, another show. Um, let's see. I'm falling into my new role pretty well, Brian, kind of getting used to the... Uh, the old 4 a.m. wake up call, which really isn't bothering me all that yeah. much. I've, uh, I've got my sleep schedule kind of intact. Uh, my cat. Yeah, is once still, you adjust to it a little bit. The cat is still very curious in the morning, like, oh, what's what's going on? Why? why, why I can't <laughs> read the time, but I know for a fact I should not be up. Um, but uh, everything's going real good with that. Nobody's tried to kill me yet, which yep. is uh, exciting. Um, so that's <laughs> that's going well. Uh, you can no death threats to the radio station. Um, like that. I mean, none to me. I'm sure they've been made, just not. I haven't received yeah. them yet. Um, 
with during the COVID, I'm down. I don't know if the mailman's there's there's nobody at the front desk, so I don't know where our mail goes. But uh, yeah, you can check that out, nickcraig.com. Um, let's see, we got a whole bunch of news this week uh, and some yes. videos and some patches. Um, I do want to start off though with an ongoing topic on this show, which is everybody's favorite gaming platform. That is, of course, Stadia, the uh, oh, yes. Google Cloud streaming gaming platform that they brought to market, what, two years ago, I think, at this point now, or at least close to it. Um, yeah. And there's an article here, Brian, um, in which marketing lead for Stadia, uh, Nate Anherm, says Stadia is, quote, alive and well and plans to release more than 100 new games on the platform this year. We're continuing hmm. to make Stadia a great place to play games on devices you already own. I tell any non-believers to take notice of how we're continuing to put our words into actions, like closing down our studios. Uh, as we continue yeah. to grow the Stadia Makers program and partner with AAA studios like Capcom, EA, Square Enix, Ubisoft, and others. Yeah. So this guy is either, and he does work for Google, so he could be baked out of his mind, which is a pot, or depending on what state he's in, if he's in, what is it, Oregon or Washington, where like all drugs are legal now, maybe he's tripping on acid. <laughs> maybe, maybe the guy's just, he might be. I mean, I'm not trying to defame the guy, but how can you, how they just, they've closed all of their first party studios and their last yeah. big game that they added to the platform was Red Dead Redemption. And it was, Two years after the game had already come out. Yep. How can you well, say is, that the platform is, is alive and well? Because they say, you know, they're saying 100 games. Uh, are these going to be a lot of the games that you kind of see on GOG and Humble Bundle? Yes. And I'm a feeling that they're going to be a lot of uh, smaller indie style games, which is fine. But you're not going to make your service off of that because you know how many other places you can get those. I mean, if... if if you subscribe at all to Humble Bundle, then they give you a bunch of free games. Uh, Steam, you can get hundreds of free games, a lot of indie games. A lot of these places, you've got places giving away games constantly for free. And so I just don't know that they're going to be able to compete with this kind of a thing. I mean, I'm just looking through the list. We've done this a couple of times on the show. And I mean, there's just nothing in here that's like, oh, my God. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Oh, wow, I really need to get Stadia so I can play SpongeBob SquarePants BBBR. I mean, this is this is their top-tier games. This is what they're showing off as, yeah. this is why you should give us $10 a month. What the hell is Ari in the secret season? Was this kid a freaking yeah, painter? Was he got a little little uh, color palette there? Well, I mean, what is this? Well, in a lot of these I haven't seen. Like, I haven't seen Cthulhu Saves Christmas. I haven't seen Krataya. Kratos, I don't know what any Aria, of this stuff is. Our airy figment. I'm not seeing that one. Floor Kids. I've never seen Gunsport. I've never seen. That actually looks like a cool game. Gunsport. I like the graphics. But again, would you pay ten dollars uh, a month for this? Niku, Niku. No, it just there's not any big games that you're don't probably most likely. First of all, PUBG. You're not getting the service for PUBG anymore. Resident Evil Biohazard. I mean, it's I old. I have it. I've never played it. <laughs> it's old I mean, it's though. A lot of these games Evil are ones that you're not going to be playing. Resident Evil 7 came out how long ago? Resident Evil 7 came out in 2017. So three and a half, four years ago? Four years ago, Brian. This is not a new game. This is your, hey, come give us money. 
I don't want to beat the dead horse here, but because we've talked about it ex- extensively. Actually, the the most recent big game I, f- I forgot is uh, Cyberpunk. Of course, is is on Stadia, but it's on every yeah. platform too. Um, I just don't know how this guy can say that Stadia is alive and well. It just doesn't. Well, seem, I mean, there, it doesn't seem to be based <laughs> in. I've seen nothing to. Maybe he's got inside baseball. He does work for the company, but I've seen nothing over the past. I've seen nothing since the service came out to indicate it's alive and well. I've yeah. seen nothing but shutting down services, making it impossible to connect a different controller to the platform. And you have to buy their $70 controller and their $70 Google uh, home device or whatever it's called, Chromecast, and then pay yep. $10 a month in a subscription service and then buy the games. Now, do you have a prediction? I, we have predictions on Stadia. I'm sure we do. But I, th- I, I think that they were ones of it was going to be sunlit. Uh, I think I, I said sunlit probably by the end of this year would be my guess is what I recommend, which is what I said. All right. So Stadia will announce sunset by February of 2022. Okay. Yeah. I'd still stand by. I still think that's an accurate statement. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, I, th- I think we're getting pretty close on that. I just, I don't see, I, 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 I don't work for Google. I have no inside information, but I just can't. I have nothing to base this guy's claim on. Yeah, I mean, the, he's going to say whatever. How, how many times? We know the Google track record. I mean, there's oh, websites yeah. out there that track all the shutdowns. <laughs> uh, they're they're supposed to say everything's hunky-dory, everything's fine, until it's publicly not. It's not been announced that there's problems with the company, so you know what? He's not allowed to say that. And if he does, he would probably lose his job and possibly get sued for defamation or, you know, some, there was some things that they could come after him for if he said any kind of a negative thing about it. Uh, I just, I don't think, I don't think this, I think you're right. I think your prediction 2022 is a very safe, we say February of 2022. Yeah. I mean, it's not, that's not a bombastic statement. I mean, that's not, that's not, and it's not, that's within a year from now. Uh, That's not that far away. So it'll be interesting to see if that's true Uh, because there's no indication of, things happening in that business for them to stay open you know what they need? <laughs> there's nothing happening in the, huh they need an exclusive i mean if you want to get people to use your platform google has the big enough pockets and the big enough coffers to shell out for an exclusive that will be the only way that they have any chance and even with an exclusive it'll be a timed exclusive people will wait because i can guarantee you i am not going to be yeah. buying jack diddly squat on stadia you will not catch me. Well, I don't care what comes out. There's not a game I want that I would be willing to buy on Stadia. And I, what, I have what a feeling you're the same way. They should have done the epic, uh, epic response and just started getting Stadia games into people's hands so that you'd have a reason to pay the subscription service. Right now, there's zero reasons to pay their subscription service. But here's the thing. It's too much of a pain in the ass to do that because these small development studios don't have the resources to port the game to Stadia's proprietary platform. Epic can just yeah. wave money in front of a platform. It's a, it's an executable we'll it. file. It's an x86 executable that runs on Windows. So it doesn't matter. Yeah. They can't do that with Stadia. So either Google's going to have to port the game, which isn't going to work, because they're not the developers of the studio, or the studio is going to have to hire people that are fluent in Stadia. I'm not sure how many of those people exist. Um, it's just it's a lose lose situation. Um, I, I don't. Again, I see nothing. I, I see not a single shred. There is not one thing on the horizon that I can go. You know what? 
I might have this opinion, but this thing is a possibility. I just don't. There's yep. literally nothing, Brian. Literally nothing. The so, only thing I go. think from the beginning, I, I said what was going to save them was if they could get some sort of unique functionality because they're dealing with all local stuff, enhanced AI, something that makes that game better, something that makes it really cool that you can't do on a local over the internet. Uh, they have made zero attempts to do that. And so right. that really indicates to me that there's very there's little indication that they're actually trying to really make this work. I still think it, this is all testing for some uh, other kind of business platform that they're doing. And they'll shut it down once they have enough statistics and information and have, have uh, tuned enough. Absolutely. I think they'll shut it down just like they shut down most of the Google Hangouts and all those other things. Yeah, I, I would tend to agree with you on that. I don't know. Are you a Stadia person? Are you a Stadia user? Let us know. Yeah. Leave us a comment on, on, yeah. on YouTube. Send us a message on Discord. Would love to uh, love to hear from you. Uh, let's talk about yeah. uh, let's talk about old Tencent here, Brian. Um, yes, some uh, some shaky waters in the seas of Tencent, and um, what exactly? Well, you figured US? this was going to end when when Trump left office, but uh, it sounds like yes. China is still having some issues with their gaming investments in the United States. Mm-hmm. So uh, this is one thing. I, I mean, we've we've tracked it here pretty heavily, saying, "Oh, hey, look at all these companies that Tencent now owns." companies that we know very well. Um, but the problem is when you have a foreign government purchasing companies inside of your country, and you could see, you don't have to say foreign government, uh, but I think anybody in the know, you know, let's say, oh, Tencent's a private company. No, Tencent is not a private company. Tencent can't make decisions on their own. Um, here, Tencent owns, for instance, we, we everybody says we're Epic Shills, 40% of a stake in Epic Games. Uh, they own and they Bingo, own boom, all of Riot. Riot. They are a majority. They say majority, but I think they own 100 percent of Riot. Correct. They do own Riot. Um, yeah, a lot of these. Now, this is especially with uh, with some of the issues that we've been going after them for trying to find people that are spying in the United States for them, or that are. Uh, I'm trying to remember the term they use, but when they're uh, pretty much a a representative Operative. for China. Yeah, but there's a special term that they use here in the United States. An ambassador? Someone, no, but it, it's not an ambassador. It's a private, it's like a person who is doing work on behalf of them. Um, they have to, they have to go through and Dignitary? say that. No, it's, it's a weird rule for, I, it's, okay, you, okay. you not said it, but it, it's pretty much just someone <laughs> who, uh, someone who, who's, who's doing work for them. Maybe they're, you know, they're getting paid to talk positively or they're getting some sort of a benefit. Gotcha. Uh, there's a lot of companies that are doing it where they found a lot of people that were doing it, but they're concerned that we're going to start limiting and saying, Hey, China, you can't own these companies in the United States. Well, when you own 40% in one of the biggest gaming companies in the world, uh, when you un- own, own 100% of one of the top games, I would say, uh, you know, Riot has what, what League of Legends is one of the top games in the world. It's the they top have huge in the player world, numbers. I think. It's top MOBA in the world. Uh, this is becoming an issue when all of us, if we were to come in and say, you know what, you're not allowed to uh, have these companies, this would become a, a giant issue. So they're trying to lobby right now. They're in talks with the U.S. trying to keep their gaming investments. Um, so this will be interesting to see. Uh, the, definitely this uh, this group of, of, of you know, Biden's administration isn't as strict against China. Uh, as the previous one was. But I think some of the things that kind of got started are still going investigations. Um, there, there, there's a lot of, one thing I found interesting here 
and this is Reuters that said this, it's not some right-wing blog, but it says that they've been cracking down on Chinese ownership of US technology assets in the last few years. I think one good reason for that is look at that hack that happened. Uh, you know, if, if they can get pieces of hardware or pieces of applications inside of a network, uh, like the solar winds thing that happened less than a year ago, that opened up the whole network for, you know, whichever they say it was Russia, but who knows? Um, that opened up the whole country. Uh, it, it, we have to be careful about having company countries like this, letting, uh, letting them do whatever they want inside of our country because they, they will install hardware. They will install people. They will install app, uh, get inside of companies to really make a big difference. Uh, but they sit in here, uh, the U S officials have expressed concern. The personal data of U S citizens could end up in the hands of China's communist party government. Mm. Anytime you enter anything that's going into uh, a registration form of these large companies that are owned 100% by Tencent, you don't think that that database is, is in the hands of the Chinese government? I mean, they are the is. Chinese government. Yes. They are the Chinese government. I mean, yeah, Tencent is a hand of the, of the communist government of China. Hmm. So uh, I think that this is going to be a bigger and bigger issue coming up. Uh, I think that eventually there's going to be enough things to kind of show their hand with China to where finally they're going to say, all right, that's enough. Uh, but what are we going to do about all these companies? We've let them sit here and purchase company after company after company inside of our country. What do you do next? You, you can't just, I mean, do you take them back? Do you, do you make them property of the United States or do you force them to sell off, which well, is probably that, what they do. But then. Well, that happened with, uh, was it TikTok? They, they tried, but we, uh, the, uh, the election kind of changed that. They yeah, were going to, did. but then they reversed it. So TikTok's oh. never gotten, is still, uh, Thank you for people who are giving all the Chinese government all their information through TikTok. Um, I want to thank our buddy Donnie Grimes for hitting us up with the 12-month resubscription here on Twitch. Donnie, thank you very much. It is greatly appreciated. And we'll continue to follow the, uh, the Tencent China struggle and, and saga as, uh, as, as we can. Yeah, and this is this, this is going to keep going. Um, I put a couple different articles for people that want to uh, to read a little more into it, but this will be something that I think even though you know the Biden administration is kind of a less, but I still think that they see the risk of, you know, they may not say it, but I think a lot of people in the administration see the risk of China. And I have surprisingly still seen uh, mentions of them putting limits on China, even with this administration. So we'll see what happens. Um, Brian, we do have an announcement for a game that we yes. um, have talked about and, and <clears throat> highlighted uh, numerous times in this program. That is a game known as Zira Survival. And uh, they've got a dev blog out here, dev blog, uh, dev blog Bingo, 5, which is their, um, uh, by the way, thank you, Crazy Joker J for the subscription on Twitch. Greatly appreciate it. Thank you nice. very much. Um, and it covers a couple of things, including uh, base building, which we've talked about with Zira, missions mm -hmm. and campaigns. And we'll get into some of that, but there's an even bigger announcement for the game. And that is the yes. fact that Zira is going to be going free to play. Oh, yes. Uh, I, on, um, I believe it's on the start of their season four, which is May 22nd. So uh, 27th. Right? And I think with so, BRs, this is definitely the better way to do it because BRs. When, there's not really a just, BR. But but he's well. He it started out kind of like a BR. I mean, as far it, as it doesn't have the zone coming in, 
but it is a PvP, you run around, do sort of things. He's, he's, start, he's putting in base building and making it kind of a different game, but it was kind of in the, in the middle. Yeah, it's not, it's not a BR BR, but I think that some of the aspects he's making it, I think he's going to be moving it more towards, uh, you know, a base building, open world, uh, and kind of leaving, because he was in the middle. He was in a weird spot in the middle, not a BR, because it's not, the zone isn't pushing you and there's not time. But you didn't have base building and you didn't have all, you know, some of these other Bingo, things that would make it an open world survival game. And I think he's uh, starting to bring two kind of in the middle. Yes. Uh, I want to thank our friend Greenman Tar- Cartoons for Brian. You ready for this? 40 yes. months oh, of man. subscriptions here on Twitter. I mean, I feel like, boy, we're, I, I feel like we need to go jump in a hot tub here, Brian. We got all these subs coming in. It's just, <laughs> it's getting a little, uh, I don't know, maybe it's getting a little warm in here, Brian. We need to. Uh, yep. Start uh, losing clothing like the uh, like the ethos on Twitch. Really oh my god! Oh my god! Bobby J with the hype train, <laughs> the resubscribe. It's just I it, it it won't stop. Oh, jeez, Louise. <laughs> Firebomb says they're paying oh, the hype train. Here we go. This. Green man wants nicks. I'm not going to say that word. Um, <laughs> thank you, gentlemen. <laughs> Uh, yeah, hundred thousand, hundred. Bingo, uh, boom, shakalaka. <laughs> and then there's Saw Grayman <laughs> with the thirty-eight month resubscription. Thank you. Um, what were we talking about? <laughs> we're talking about, we were talking zero. about zero, zero, and their free to play <laughs> announcement. So, um, uh, yeah. So this is going to be if you go to it starts May twenty seventh. Yep, which is next uh, Thursday, season four. So Thursday, uh, next Thursday, and then they'll be doing the uh, the free to play. So if you haven't played it yet, that'll be the perfect cha- uh, chance. And then he's having... Now, this is kind of like what some other games that we've looked at have done is what getting a founder set. Is that something where they can uh, they can purchase to kind of support the game? Um, so, or is that something that's no. coming... Or is that something that's given... I think that might be something that's given to people who already own the game, right? The Co- founder set? Correct. It is going to be given to okay. people free of charge... Uh, for anybody who, that per, who has, have purchased the game, who has activated or purchased the game right up until the exact moment it goes free. So um, okay, cool. and there's and there's a set of, of of skins and whatnot here for for various different guns. They're they're cool looking, snazzy looking skins. Um, so if you want these, I like the uh, orange on the scar and on the pistol. I like that orange glow. Um, you can yeah. purchase the game or even just activate a key and you'll get a, a free set of that but i do want to cover some of the things that are going to be in season four brian and the first one is their new base building system which we've talked about in the past and is one of the things that as you said this game was kind of in the middle of being and it was like an open world pvp is what it was like open world pvp that's that's pretty much it wasn't open world uh open world survival and it wasn't a br it was it was kind of in the middle it was an open world pvp game Overall PvP. Similar to um, Rust, but without the base building. So base building will be in there, which will require you to gather resources. Uh, so they've added a system for destruction for wood, rocks, and other resources. Um, so they've added that, and there's a whole bunch of details on that. Unfortunately, we just don't have time to get into all of them. We'll do it when it goes live. Um, they've added missions and a campaign system. Um, one of the, They say one of the biggest challenges in the game's current state was finding a way to give people a better sense of progression in a sense of accomplishment. This has something to do with the, um, you know, the keep you coming back. I don't know what you used to have a word for that, Brian. Um, time sinks. These are uh, time some sinks, of these, yep. these time sinks. So there'll be missions in the game there. 
Um, there's also some changes to server character data. Customer, uh, customer character creation is completely different now. You can customize your character completely um, and a whole bunch of other changes. We will cover this in its entirety when this update goes live. There's going to be new buildings and assets, a massive, massive update for Zero Survival. Yep. And I know a lot of people have been kind of on the fence about purchasing it because, well, you know, $20. I don't really see a lot of people. I don't see a lot of my friends playing it. Well, just wait till next Thursday and you won't you will no yep. longer have to do that as that will be the start of season four and the announcement that the game will go free to play. And there are a couple of questions on here. One of them is, will development continue after the free to play launch? Yes, the team has no plan to stop uh, development for zero survival by moving to free to play. It will enable a new influx of players who can provide ideas and feedbacks for future players. Um, yep. And that's kind of where they go. Um so yeah, that's that's the status on um, Zira. Interesting move on their part. This will, I think, allow them to transition more into the skin market, which we've seen Rust do very successfully. For this style of game, that's what makes sense. I mean, what else are you going to sell with this type of a game? We've seen Conan you know? do it successfully. Yep. Um, we've seen Ark. Do- Ark really doesn't do it like that, um, but. This is kind of the this is kind of the platform when you have a game that doesn't have a huge player base charging $20 for it is just not going to work long term. Yeah. So they've made the decision to make a change on that. We'll have some more details and possibly get I know we've been talking a while with Josh and his team about getting somebody on the show. So once this update comes out, we probably can actually schedule and uh and do that. So that'll okay. be a cool. You yep. can check that out Zero Survival on Steam. All right. All right. Hey, let's talk really quickly. There was a uh, a thing that happened in the last couple of days when sure. Fall Guys uh, accidentally leaks its store its source code onto Steam. Oh right. And uh, yeah, so this is a game that uh, was originally just on the Xbox or on the PlayStation, if I remember correctly. It was announced, I think, on the you know their the game giveaway that they do uh, through PlayStation Plus. Uh, and I think that they're they released recently onto Steam. Well, they did a push for an update here, and it included a folder that's not supposed to be in there. Uh, it's actually the folder's labeled "backup this folder, but don't ship it with your game." <laughs> um, and uh, and it because that folder included all of the source code, and so that got pushed into a Steam update, which means somebody most likely got it uh, because they didn't notice right away. Uh, but this is all the C++ you know, generated from scripts and everything else. Uh, I, I don't think it's, I don't know if it's all the code uh, because I don't know, you know, it, there's folders that this creates and, and files that this creates when you're compiling. I don't know that everything's in there, but it's enough that could possibly cause issues with people creating cheats um, and, and things like that. Yeah, PH is confirming it's not all the source code, but the problem is you just need a certain amount to be able to then look for issues and bugs in the game or a way to connect into the game and hook up your cheat clients. well yes that's all true now here's the thing i will note just because the source code is available and was available doesn't mean it's still not theft of intellectual property so if you download it yeah not even if you just download it yeah but if you um people are uploading this game and and sharing Mm. the source code um i don't know what extent they'll crack down on it but this is not it's still they still own the rights to the intellectual property, and it's still yeah. Cons- it would still be considered. I, I don't know if it would be considered privacy or theft. I don't know exactly how that would work, 
Um, but you definitely do want to be. PH is pointing out it's a bunch of DLLs, but, but the problem is that can be a danger because that can be your injection point. Like if you can infect a DLL that gets called when the game launches, you can then have the game do whatever you want for the most sure. part. I mean, if it has access. So that's where they really got to be careful. Um, we'll see. I, I, I This game, I, I can think, I mean, it'd be an odd game to cheat in, but you know, people cheat in anything. So <laughs> if there's uh, a will, there's a way, my friend. Yeah. So we'll, it'll be interesting to see if we start seeing cheats in this game and, and problems coming from this. Uh, I, I, what do you do when you're a company and this happens? I just do. They pretty much just have to kind of keep moving and, mm-hmm. uh, and see what happens, you know, pl- oh. deal with the fallback. It's not, it's not like a crazy thing. You know, this game isn't one that I think everybody's been looking for getting cheats for, but it's still going to create them some headaches. Well, yeah, but I mean, you look at like, for example, CD Projekt Red was hacked and remember that was going to be the end of cyberpunk and all of this nonsense. And there mm-hmm. was a couple weeks of scandalous headlines and titles. And what have you heard since? Nothing. Because yeah. it really Hovercat says anything. that they've seen cheaters on this game anyway. So it's not like this is going to make it able to cheat. They've already, you could already cheat. It's just going to make it easier. But in the short term, yes. Yeah, in the short term, until they start patching and changing and code will eventually be out, out of date. Yeah. Now, so. we mentioned Humble Bundle on this program a lot, Brian, and uh, it looks like they tried pulling the old switcheroo and changing the way that they were um, setting up the... So, like, when you would buy something on Humble Bundle... There would be there was like three three or four like sliders, sliders at the bottom, and you would deter, yep. you would you could decide where you wanted your money to go. Well, they made a change to that, um, and they they announced that they would be hard capping the amount of money per purchase that would actually go to charity, um, thereby deferring a minimum of eighty five percent of purchases directly to Humble Bundle and its partner publishers. Um, okay. So they used to allow you to give which it was a terrible idea from the start, allow you to give 100% of the money to a charity, or in our case, 100% of the money to a partner. But the problem is they have to. They have to because because of how they're operating and being to where you're supposedly donating money to get things, they can't tell you how to donate your money. They can't tell you exactly how much to give to certain people. They can say you have to donate at least this amount. But they could do... But they could automatically they do they could put 50, minimums. 25, and 25. They should, they should have put a minimum, minimum and maximum to the slider of give, make people think they have a lot of range, but don't let them just go 100%. Uh, the problem is they tried to limit everything at once when they should have been tweaking and just maybe bringing the slider in slowly over time. And no one would have, no one would have noticed if they would have done it that way. Well, the sliders are back. Um, the the yeah. outrage was so extreme uh, that, it, that, that that was back in... You know, PH brings an interesting point. He says, Humble Bundle is kind of dead anyway. It's, it is an interesting, I mean, I, I don't know about you, Brian. You probably are still subscribed to the to the monthly Humble I'm subscribed Bundle. to it, but I don't play the games. Like, uh, Well, I'm, then unsubscribe. I don't know. I just to, yeah, I probably will. I mean, it's just I, mainly because I, I don't know that I want to support the company. I either. I was subscribed to it for a period of time. I'm, I, I've am I'm stopped subscribing, and PH says their games decline each month. Well, of course. They've been giving away free yep. games a month. For years, or not giving away free games, but giving away dozens, tens of yeah. games a month for years. You eventually run out of the uh, the good games in the pot, and that is that is a problem. 
Um, so here, so. let me let me read to you the games that in the last set that I got, sure. uh, and let's. I want you to give me your opinion. So, okay. uh, the May 2021 games. First one I get is Metro Exodus uh, PC Enhanced Jesus. Edition. I feel like I've got three copies of that already. I, I, I don't know how <laughs> many copies I have, but I've got a lot of Metro Exodus. Probably I have a number of them even in Humble. Uh, then I've got Darksiders Genesis, which I've never been able to keep myself playing a Darksiders game more than 10 minutes. I just It doesn't interest me. I've played them on consoles. I own them on consoles. I just haven't been able to play it. Hellpoint, which I own somewhere else. I already own it on Steam. Um, delicious cook serve delicious three. That looks like it could be interesting. It looks like a kind of a similar game to, uh, some of the other cooking, you know, cooperative cooking games that we have, um, level head, never heard of it. Fury unleashed, never heard of it. Size matters, never heard of it. Mork, Mork never heard of it. Relic, Relicta, never heard of it. Retimed, never heard of it. Family man, never heard of it. And vain, never heard of it. Those are, so there was, couple games I've heard about and already own, except for Darksiders. And then, you know, one that maybe I'm interested in, the cooking one. The rest of them are all games I've never heard of in my life. But but they're old. Those are all old games. Like, none of those are new. They look like they're old, yeah. Well, exactly. I mean, Metro Exodus is where, very old. It's It's been free game on yeah. Epic Game Store. It's been given out. I mean, I've seen, Metro Exodus has been given away. If you don't already own a copy of Metro Exodus, it's because you've specifically tried not to own it. Not that to game avoid it, out, yeah. Yeah, that game has been out for years and it has been given away on platforms all over the place. Um, yep. So that that is not crazy. Um, but yeah, it's just and it's a PHS Saints Row has been given away for like for like ten times. Yeah, Saints Row Saints Row Three has been given away for ten years. I mean, that's how long. And if you Saints got Epic, if you got the Epic Games launcher, why do you need this? They're giving away much better better games. You don't have to pay a dime. Well, it's not even that they're better games. With- it's just. They're going through the same thing that Humble Bundle went through five years ago, which is, oh, my God, look at all these games that we can give away. But eventually you run out of crap to give away and then you have to start giving away crap. And it that that's not a fault of Humble Bundle. That's not a fault of anybody else besides the fact of, well, how much stuff do you give away? I mean, you can only give away so many good games. There's only so many good games that get released every year. How many of those do you give away? So, yeah, I mean, it's an interesting thing. I haven't heard a lot about Humble Bundle over the past probably year or so. Yeah, it's just it's and I have it. And the only thing I've done is give away games on it. I haven't played well, a single game off. That, I would off recommend of that you cancel your subscription, to be honest. Not because I don't like Humble Bundle. One, they are. They are. Yeah, we are. But I'm not if I'm not using it. Yeah, it's stupid. Yeah. Just piss them money. Well, one thing. One thing I do. I've heard some rumors that uh, this coming week, there's going to be a pretty big game given away on the Epic Game Launcher. A year ago, coming up maybe Thursday or something like that, is when they gave away GTA Five mm. on there. Um, and there's been rumors that, you know, I don't know what this anniversary is, but there's supposedly are rumors of them giving away another one. Um, already leaked. That's it's supposed not to that be a big. Well, what is it? Huh? PH says it already leaked. What? What, what, what is it? I'm not sure. Yeah, that's why I, I just heard that there was going to be a somewhat of supposedly a, a bigger title on there. Um, okay. Not oh. the one that's on there right now. I'm talking about the one that they haven't announced yet. There's one coming uh, that's going to be announced that they haven't they haven't said anything about yet. So keep an eye out for that. It may be to where it was just rumors, you know, a Kotaku rumor, but uh, but we'll see. But yeah, but they will run into the same problem eventually too. You can only give away so many good. Ga- There's only so many good games to give away. I mean, yeah. The, the problem is, is they ha- they'll they'll give away a good game. I'm talking about like Epic, and then they'll give away a couple smaller no name games or ones that have been out yeah. for a long time. And then they'll give away a good big good game, 
which is kind of the cycle that you have to do. But the problem is the Humble Bundle ones have kind of degenerated to the good games are, okay, they were good games five years ago. Type that's of all that's left. Yeah. So that's all. That's all. That's uh, but yeah, so on the store, well, I'll keep an eye out. I'll, I'll probably post something in, because uh, Lion's Song is the one right now, but I think in a day and a half, uh, Epic will be giving away the other games. So I'll, if it's a really good one, I'll put a link into our deals channel on the Discord and you can check it out. Um, There is a, a couple of games. Well, by the way, we're about 35 minutes into the show. Um, So I want to see if we can kind of ram through some stuff here before we, before we have yeah. to get out of here. A uh, generation zero is a game that we've talked about a bunch. Uh, yes. and they've got a new update out. It's called the resistance update. And there's a patch. There's patches associated with it. There's also a quick trailer. It's only about 50 seconds. Um, and I think, and I just want to give a quick background on this. This is a game yeah. that when we went to PAX, was it last time? No, where we saw before. this for the, the first, first time? time at PAX West. Was it PAX West? Okay, the first PAX is when yes. is before they had released this. We had a chance to play it a little bit to yep. see it. Um, I heard and, and from what we saw at the time when it was released that it wasn't very well received. But I have heard you know people making comments and saying that since the release they've actually done a lot to improve the game and that this is supposed to be a, a really good patch as well. So, so let's uh, let's take a look at this uh, this quick update video, the Resistance update for Generation Zero. There's the uh, resistance update for Generation Zero. The big thing of noting in there is base building. Uh, finally into yes. the game, as uh, we've seen with lots of survival games, this is a, a must-have, so they've got a full base building system. This update uh, has been out now since uh, since last week, um, so hopefully you've had the chance to go in and play that. Uh, it's, it's out for the PC, PS4, and is uh, slated to release later this month for Xbox players. It is available on Steam. You can get it for twenty four ninety nine. Overall reviews, Brian, mostly positive out of eleven thousand three hundred and thirty one reviews. So people obviously like. I think a year or two ago it wouldn't have been worth checking out, but from what I've heard, uh, it's worth checking out again. So if you ha- maybe you own it or have gotten it somehow over the years, uh, I would encourage you to open it up, update it, and try it again. Firebomb says he has the game and really enjoys it. It's looking for some other people to play it. So if you have it, uh, cool. pop in our Discord. And, uh, and and go ahead and give it a shot for sure. Cool. All right. Uh, so we well, do you mind if we talk really quickly about something that uh, we actually were talking about the pre-show? So if you no, had a absolutely. chance to see our, hear a pre-show, uh, Twitch is making some changes. They've been getting a lot of flack about these hot tub streamers. Uh, pretty much women, uh, men, it doesn't seem to be as popular with. Uh, but women who get into a hot tub, I don't know why, uh, get into a hot tub and uh, lingerie and do things for money. Uh, so they, uh, they've been trying to kind of curb some of the things that they've been doing. So they've been taking away the ability for some of those streamers to make money off of ads. I mean, possibly because they have a whole nother revenue source outside of Twitch that Twitch is getting $0 for. 
Um, Only fans. But uh, everybody's favorite hot tub streamer, Amaranth, uh, went through and, and actually had got a little bit upset because she can no longer make money off of ads on her channel. Oh. Now she makes money off of OnlyFans and Patreon uh, subs and everything else. People donating direct money to do to write on her body and to uh, you <sighs> name the things that degenerate things that yeah. people will do. This is ads on Twitch. So pre-roll, post-roll, and mid-roll ads. They didn't. She's not unpartnered. They didn't take away her monetization. No, not unpartnered. She subs, just can't make money off her, of her ads anymore. Her, her bits. None of that stuff was taken away. It's just the ads on her content, and probably because advertisers don't want to see their stuff on softcore porn. I mean, yeah. I don't know yeah, about you, this, this is... but I would assume that when, an adver- when, when Twitch is pitching an advertiser and says, hey, we've got all these great streamers, I assume somebody at Coca-Cola, yeah. when they purchase ads on Twitch, is like, oh, I didn't realize I was buying ads on Pornhub. <laughs> um, so yeah. that, that, that to me is just crazy. Well, and this is something that, there, remember, we talked a long time ago about that brand safety score that it was yes. mentioned in something that we were covering a long mm-hmm. time ago. Uh, and I think that this is what they're playing with <laughs> is she is not high on the brand safety score because she's pretty blatant about what she does. It's not art. It's just boobs. I don't know. Um, and so she's going there. So I think this is probably the first indicator of them activating their uh, brand safety score measures. And she, her ability to advertise, you know, to receive money from those advertisements has been turned off because of it, because she's not a good brand. You don't, you don't go to, well, as Nick said, Coca-Cola and all these things and say, Hey, you want to advertise for this person? Saul does have a good one. He says, why should, Co- why not on Coca-Cola? Those viewers are the thirstiest of all. <laughs> very accurate. Very witty. Saul, appreciate your uh, addition to the show. Green Man cartoons coming in with the boom and the got em. Yeah, I, I agree with that. Um, so it is, I mean, so she is all pissy about it. So what has she done, Brian? She's running a 40% sale off on her OnlyFans. <laughs> The, oh, I mean, why not? Uh, you know, as I mean, the big old middle finger to Twitch, you can now get my nudes for forty percent off. She says, so. "Twitch, you're going to screw me." Now everyone else gets to see it. Yeah, now, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, there we go. That's Brian with the uh, Brian with the Only Brian fans. with the one liner. Um, so yeah, there you go. Um, I, yeah, I mean, yeah. PH points out that the, the rule that they used to get around this. The people are, must be clothed for the situation. Well, they're they're uh, hot tubs. What what what's the what's what do you need to be clothed to go to a whorehouse? I mean, <laughs> that's clothed for the situation. Cool. Is it legal? I mean, honestly, if I go to a whorehouse and I'm broadcasting, how am I supposed to be clothed for that situation? Yeah, that's how I break the terms of service for Twitch. Well, that's how they're breaking it. They go in pools and hot tubs, and then they wear. What I'm saying. So if, yeah. if you if you make the situation, you can make the situation match. That's the problem. They didn't say clothes. The, they need to state the situations that you can be in, and then they say you need to be clothed for the situation. Problem is, they said that you need to be clothed for the situation, but they never said that you couldn't be in any situation possible. If I'm, if, if I'm in a whorehouse, I'm clothed for the situation no matter what I'm wearing. This is a situation that Twitch is having oh, to sorry, deal brothel. with. brothel. Thank you, PH. I, don't, I mean, um, this is a situation in which has Last. been boiling for a while and has been brewing for a while. And it has finally hit the point where Twitch is eventually going to be forced to do something. They're going to have to decide, are you 
a cam girl site or are you a video game kind of more nerd culture streaming site? They're going to have to make a decision one way or the other because half of Twitch right now is girls shaking their asses or writing, which again, which I said in the pre-show, I'm totally fine with. If you, if that's how you make, if that's how you can make money on the internet, God bless America and God bless capitalism. Fantastic that you can do that. But Twitch has got to decide what are they? Are you a video game streaming site or a cam girl site? Those are two very extremes. Decide. They've got to put their foot down one way or the other and say, we are either allowing this or we're not because this skirting the line that they're doing right now is going to put them in a very precarious spot on the business side when eventually advertisers go, what in the hell am I advertising on? I mean, this this girl is laying practically naked, writing guys and writing, you know, boner donor 4,000 on her arm because some guy gave her $25. I mean, eventually the brat, the ant, the, 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 the brands and the advertisers go, this is insane. And that's yeah. going to put Twitch in a very precarious situation. So, um, yeah, I, I, I'm surprised it's taken this long, but thank God. It worked out for everybody. Now they now you get forty percent off for OnlyFans, so you can go spend a hundred dollars or one hundred forty dollars a month, rather, on her Diamond OnlyFans account to watch her uh, spread her legs. So, well, and the, the odd thing, I think they, <laughs> I think Twitch kind of made that declaration when they banned Doctor Disrespect because you can't tell me that that contract Doctor Disrespect brought in so much money that if they would have stayed in the contract, whatever you know, whether their disagreements with them, they would have paid for itself. Right. Um, but I think there they they made a decision that gaming is not their priority. They make plenty of money off of all these cam girls. And I think that yeah. they're happy with that at the moment. They are. But long term, it's not sustainable. It's not going to pay off. It's, it's not going to work long term. But I think right now they're looking at the short term, which I think is going to kill Twitch in the long run. Yeah. And obviously COVID and people being unable to go out and do things has made these streamers and these sites like OnlyFans explode over the past year, mm-hmm. because frankly, the people posting the content have had nothing to do besides post the content and the people buying yep. the content have had nothing to do, but buy the content, and watch the content. So it's yep. been kind of a perfect storm for these, these platforms and these sites like Patreon and OnlyFans and frankly, Twitch um, yep. to, for, for this stuff to explode. I would imagine you'll see it probably chill out a little bit now that, uh, a lot of yeah. states uh, have in the United States have um, followed the new CDC guidance that people can go back out and capacity limits are kind of lifted even in states like North Carolina who have had very strict yep. regulations. Our mask mandate is gone. Our capacity limits are gone. Um, so people are going to start getting out and maybe spending less time watching uh, Twitch girls bend over to write their names on whiteboards. Um, yeah. So interesting. <laughs> we'll see. Hey, well, let's cover a couple things really quickly yeah, just uh, so we can get them out of the way before next week. Mm-hmm. Uh, so first of all, the, there was a few things with Seven Days to Die that were announced. Uh, mainly, I want people to go if they are interested in it. There's a roadmap for their tw- patch 20 and patch 21. Okay. Uh, first of all, they they said in there they're updating to Unity, so they're working directly with Unity web uh, devs to do that. But they're working on the random generation, vehicle mods, uh, dynamic imposters a lot of cool things that they have in here so if you're interested in that go check it out uh it's not super in detail but it's a good forum to follow because this is where they discuss all these topics 
and you'll see notices. You see screenshots, like for instance, the Alpha 20. Below that, they've got a lot of the screenshots um, that they released over that. And then 21 is the one that'll be coming out. So uh, that'll be pretty soon, but I wanted people to keep their eye on it. And also Twitch integration will be in 19.5. So they'll have like the Twitch drops and uh, a lot of the little things that you've been seeing with some of the other games will be added uh, for for Seven Days to Die as well. So that's uh, that's quickly for Seven Days to Die. Um, another thing is uh, Elite Dangerous. There's been some discussion. I'll, I have an article. I'm not going to go over it, but them clarifying because they're doing this Odyssey uh, Alpha right now and then uh, Horizons. Right now, people can't co- co-op play between the two because they're kind of two different worlds. But they will be. Uh, they're going to be changing that here pretty soon, and then you'll be able to actually play. For people that have access to the new Odyssey Alpha, we'll be able to play with Horizons people um, as well. And so that'll be happening. Uh, Amazon, let's talk really quickly about, there's been some new uh, new world updates coming out ah, here. Yes. One thing is, let's go ahead and do the video really quickly uh, to kind of discuss some of those. But there's an update video uh, for the May Alpha release that they're going to be doing uh, here in a couple of weeks that hopefully will allow us to, uh, to go in and, and I'll be able to play that so maybe we can get some screenshots and show people what it looks like. Hi everyone, I'm Scott Lane, Game Director on New World. I'm speaking to you today from our Irvine studio. The building's pretty quiet as our team continues to work from home, but we oh hope in God. the months to come, we're gonna be able to bring mm-hmm. everyone back so we can collaborate and create New World together here in the studio. We're really excited about heading toward closed beta on July 20th. And I want to take a minute to talk to you about what you can expect between now and then. We spent the last several months adding new features and content. And by now, if you've been in the alpha and played along with us, you might have explored some of the new zones like Reekwater or Evan Scale Reach. You might have fought your way through an expedition. You may have fished in a pond, a stream, or a river, or even challenged someone to a duel. You may even have fought in a battle in Outpost Rush. Overall, your enthusiasm for New World continues to humble and encourage our team, and we'd love seeing you dig into our recent updates. Our vision is for New World to be a game where PvE and PvP players not only coexist, but they complement each other. And your feedback is helping us make that a reality. Following the May Alpha release, we're going to shift gears so we can focus on polish, performance, squashing bugs, Uh-oh. and then fine-tuning the gears so we can give you the best possible experience on launch day. We're going to continue alpha testing until July 6th, inviting more players along the way. And then on July 20th, we're going to launch closed beta in preparation for our launch. August 31st is when we officially launch New World, and that's just day one of the journey. We have so much in store post-launch, and as we get closer to launch, we're going to share some of those details with you. I'd like to thank you again, though, for all of your patience and support through New World's development. You've really helped us craft this experience. You may not realize it, but we've been playing alongside of you in the world. We've been reading your feedback through chat, through the forums, through tweets. We've been listening and watching shows like New World To Go or Sir Medieval Show or Force Games and so many others from around the world. Oh, yes. Your participation has truly helped us deliver <laughs> a game the that we hope you'll love. And we'll see you in a tournament. All right. So, so there's uh, been some there's yeah, some, some communication and chat going back and forth about uh, people saying, oh, they're going to have XP boosts and things that you can purchase. Uh, first of all, there, there was a clarification put out on the 14th with, uh, uh, on massively over OP 
And they said that New World confirms cash shop items will be cosmetic only at launch after Alpha test storefront worries arise. So people are saying that uh, at launch, these will only be cosmetic items in the uh, the store. So I don't know what will happen after that. But I think that uh, there was somehow people thought that there was, you're going to get these quality of life items or boosts that help players improve uh, in there. Um, but, I, they're, but they're claiming that at launch, and you know that the word that uh, kind of makes me nervous is the words at launch. We will see what that means. Um, but they said, you know, people were sharing some in-game notes. Uh, actually, I'll just read this really quick. The dev devs elected to test a number of things, including the in-game cash shop. Well, according to some in-game notes that were shared despite being under NDA, would include cosmetic and quality of life items or boosts that will help players improve time spent leveling up their character and trade skill experiences. Uh, but they said that that. You know, that was stuff that they were testing, uh, but, you know, they're only doing cosmetics. That could change, though, because they said at launch, who knows from here on out. Uh, there's lots of boost things and everything else inside of WoW, and it doesn't really piss me off when that happens. So we'll see how they do it in here. Uh, you know, you don't want to have it to where you're, I mean, in WoW did it to where you can buy you know, a nearly leveled up character nowadays. Um, so I don't know. I don't think it's really as much of an issue as it used to be. People, people make it a big issue, but we'll see if they actually care. And the reason they say all store items at launch is because, frankly, they're not going to pigeonhole themselves or yeah, lock themselves, themselves exactly. into a statement. Who knows? Yep. They have, this game's not even in the general public's hands. We have absolutely no idea how people are going to play this game. And that's always the biggest concern with this, Brian, is how does the community yep. play the game? And... While, yes, I can understand those words being a bit scary to some people and give them a bit of a, mm-hmm. hold on a second, uh, let me, a little bit of caution, that's fine. But I don't think this is, mm-hmm. uh, I don't think this is reason to, PH said he refunded the game. I'm not sure it's reason to refund. I mean, I'm glad that they're yeah. allowing people to do that. But to me, this doesn't seem like the biggest issue in the, it, it could eventually be, but it's, but it's not, yeah. but it's not right now. Could it be an issue down and they the line? Did say Absolutely. That the devs said that they're going to be releasing their microtransaction plan soon. So they're actually going to put a statement out explaining what they're going to be doing about microtransactions uh, oh. in the game officially. So when that comes out, we'll discuss it. But right now, it's it's just a lot of people getting worked up about stuff they saw in the code or stuff that was done in tests. But the fact that they're testing it shows you that it's on the table. But right now, they're not, they're not actually putting it to anywhere where you'll be able to access any kind of uh, boosts. Interesting. Uh, other things. Uh, there's. Let's see. Uh, uh, I'm trying to think of what else we might want to. The Rust video is pretty good this week. Oh yeah, um, let's do that one because there's some pretty cool stuff in there. So let's do maybe do the Rust video and then uh, we'll be out of time. Or do you want to do one more? Um. Let's uh, let's do the Rust video and see uh, see how we're feeling. See where we're at. Okay. Got it. All right. Let's take a look at a Rust video from our friend Shed the Frex. Greetings, survivors and friends. Shadow Franks here with what's new in the world of Rust this week, and there's some intriguing stuff on the horizon. 
First of all, then make sure you're definitely subscribed so I can keep you in the loop and hopefully entertained when I get the chance. To begin with, it looks like the tide has turned towards a new mode of transport. Bill, who worked on the modular cars, has begun setting up the two submarines that I showed you the models for a couple of months ago. To recap, there will be two versions, both a solo and a duo, and at the moment works focused on letting all you potential Jacques Rustos dive and climb smoothly whilst being nice and cosy in your aquatic tin cans and totally not drowning, getting wet or running out of oxygen, because that's not fun. You'll also have increased visibility underwater whilst in one, it seems, as per the diving mask. But what exactly is the point, you may ask, of a submarine when Rust's underwater world's about as interesting as a PowerPoint presentation on gluten-free toast? Well, I guess we'll have to wait to find out. Although I found this commit about adding a whole copy of the scientist compound underwater on the test map rather interesting. That's not to say there'll actually be an underwater compound with mer scientists. This is just a test, after all, and everything is subject to change. But it's intriguing nonetheless, and hopefully it won't be too long until Splashdown. On the subject of vehicles, there are a number of work cart fixes incoming. There was one for the brake effects not showing when travelling in reverse and throttling forward. An increase in the minimum threshold for collision damage, which means that pushing through barriers at low speed should definitely not hurt the work carts. And a couple of tweaks to track selection, which should prevent some bugs that could end up sending you the wrong way. The sensor player list command is now enabled by default on servers, although I believe we'll hear more about this later. Basically, this was a command that was introduced a while back and that censors the Steam player list to make player tracking more difficult. Note, not impossible. Of course, stream sniping is a major pain in the rust for content creators and it would be great to have a foolproof fix for it, but I doubt that's something which will be stamped out anytime soon. The Happis Island HDRP backport versions rumbling along nicely, still no word on an exact ETA, and there has been a lot more work on the demo shot branch, which is going to give a lot more tools to those interested in cinematics and hopefully an early version will be ready to try in the next patch. In works in progress, the team have been posting a ton more commits on the rework to NPC and Animal AI, which seems to be drawing ever closer to being implemented, along with the eagerly awaited new animal models. The rest of this week's news is about work in progress stuff and there's a lot to get excited about. As mentioned last week, we'll soon be able to colour our cables when wiring up electrical systems, something that I'm really looking forward to as my stuff tends to get complex. Not only, but also it appears that hoses will have this functionality too. There's still more work on render scaling, including mention of effects such as double vision, photo filter, grayscale, frost, sharpen and vignette, and wiggle so really intrigued about where that's going. There's word on a new countryside bunker entrance and an experimental 180 degrees stairwell coming for the train tunnels. A command called nexus.redirect was added which makes the client switch to a different server and is runnable from the server. Now why would a server want to make your client connect to a different server, eh? Hmm might have to ponder that one. And lastly, there was mention of a voice props DLC, and that's all the information we have at the moment. Of course, we know the DLCs we've had so far have added lots of fun stuff and have included a lot of items each, but what exactly will this one entail? You may remember the voice props branch initially was associated with the telephone system, so likely this will have something to do with audio, but I will of course keep you tuned in 
on any podcast. further developments. Well, you're up to date oh, now, yeah. so please leave a like and a comment to let me know what you think to this week's news. Follow me on Twitter, Facebook, Discord, and my Steam group for more updates, and Twitch for regular streams. Plus, you can support the channel via Patreon or by nabbing some sexy merch on my Teespring store. I shall catch you all soon, but in the meantime, keep calm and stay rusty. Cheerio. All right, thanks, Shadowfrax. And uh, yeah, interesting update there from Russ. Some uh, some cool stuff coming, including uh, submarine. So, well, and one thing that I want to mention with the server transfers is pretty much what he was talking about. That could mean, I mean, it could mean a couple different things. But two of the things it could mean is either my, uh, going taking a character and going to another server that you know maybe an official server or even a hosted server. The the other thing that it could mean is if there's other maps. That, that will be added or you know maps that you can go into uh that would be let's say I've, I've made the prediction they would go to the moon eventually that they'll have like a moon map something like that that would be another reason is if you're transferring to just another type of biome that's on another actual map um that could be another thing so it'd be interesting to see what they're actually going to do with that yes sir absolutely all right. Um, I, I mean, I've kind of sectioned them off what we've covered and what we haven't. Oh. So if you want to cover anything else, we're good. But I, I think we're you. good. We're at our hour mark. I'd like to try to keep it okay. there if we can. And none of the stuff yep. in here is super time critical. So we will uh, we will bring it to you next week if it's still relevant at that point. Um, Very good. Uh, all right. Uh, let's see. <laughs> Sorry, I've just I've got a text message that made me laugh. Um, no, you're fine. <laughs> uh, Brian, yeah, I, you want me to? Uh, I, yeah. <laughs> where can where can people find you on the internet, Brian? All right. Well, if you want to find me at Brian Aldridge on Gab or Parlor, or you can go to my blog biteoftech.com. Uh, and finally, also go to our website infectionpodcast.com. Go to the right hand side and click join our server on Discord. It's a free app, easy to use. Uh, let you go and hang out, uh, post news topics in our news channel, uh, hang out in the politics channel, the workout channel, all kinds of places you can do. Uh, and then after that, make sure on your website to go to the next tab where it says follow us on Steam. Because if you join our Steam group, you can get notified, hopefully, of when the show starts, you know, as soon as they fix all that uh, behavior. And then we've got our video forms of the podcast, we've got Twitch, YouTube, uh, DLive, and BitChute. And if you want to watch any of those, those ones do live, but also have uh, recordings after the fact. And then we have the audio only forms at the lower right. So if you want to listen and follow along, uh, you can pick whatever platform device you want to listen to it on. Or you can even just go onto our webpage, click on the particular uh, episode that you want to watch or listen to. And we've got a nice player inside of there uh, for audio and video. And then all of the links for the show notes that we discussed during that particular episode. Uh, if you'd like to support us, you can do that through either Subscribestar, Amazon, uh, uh, Prime Gaming subs. We have our Humble Bundle subs uh, or Amazon purchases. Uh, a lot of different ways you can support us. Uh, and if you want to do that, just go to the infectionpodcast.com forward slash support and you'll be able to catch us there. Yes, sir. Absolutely. Brian, thank you very much. Uh, I'll be on the air mm-hmm. here in about 10 hours, uh, uh, nine hours and uh, 58 minutes, 50. 57 minutes at this point we'll be uh on the air rocking and rolling on wilmington's morning news you can check that out at nickcraig.com or listen on 980 the wave from 6 to 9 a.m each and every morning that's where that's where you can find me um all right brian well thank you as always my friend and uh we'll see you next week that is gonna do see it later uh you can follow me on social media at nick i'm on uh parlor and uh and gab not really on much of the uh, social media these days taken aback from it but nevertheless you can still follow me there of course if you missed any portion of this show 
you can visit our website. It's infectionpodcast.com. Thank you so much for joining us, everybody. Have a great week. We'll see you next time.